Hello, my name is Matt Callen. This is indeed Big East time. Back again, we've looked back at the non-conference slate, and I want to look forward, get some projections out there for the major awards of the Big East. Look at, uh, project some uh, all Big East teams, and then look at, we got 10 games that I'm anticipating. We'll look at that in the latter half. Starting off, I want to look at player of the year projections. I think it's got to be, so far, it's, I think it's definitely looked like Jalen Brunson. So steady, so reliable for Villanova. Really, really, what, really what you want in a point guard. He is a phenomenal player. He's been, his shooting numbers have been off the chart. He's just so, I think, reliable. I think just gets him so well. The fakes so in control of the game that's I mean just changes changes games for Villanova the way he controls the tempo controls the pace he's always in control I think right now he's looking like the clear-cut player of the year even with I mean a lot of a lot of good players in this conference move now to coach of the year always a little a little tough to predict but I think I think just the I mean, all I think it comes down to was just whatever team can improve the most. I think that's looking like St. John's. I think Chris Mullins got a good chance to win it, especially if they manage to make the tournament, which I think isn't too far-fetched. I mean, they have some work to do in conference play, but they haven't done really anything anything to hurt their chances. No really, no bad losses out of the conference. Like you mentioned, not a lot of good wins, but I think Mullins definitely got a chance. I think, of course, you got to look at Jay Wright. I mean, they've been over in the New Big East. has been so dominant in college basketball, in the conference. Jay's always got a chance to win that award. And then the other big two, I think, is if Xavier or Seton Hall, probably looking more like Xavier. If either one of those two has, has a chance to win the regular season, I think then I think that it would either go to Mac or Willard, depending on who wins. Uh, and Creighton's also look good. Greg McDermott is a good coach. I mean, he's got a chance. I think if Providence can get their act together, I think Ed Cooley's got a good chance. There's a lot of good, a lot of good coaches in this conference. A tough one to predict, I think, at this stage. The All-Big East teams now. First team, see what I got there. We have Brunson, Bridges, Blewett, Delgado, Foster, and Desi Rodriguez. Brunson we talked about, player of the year. He'll be on first team. Kel Bridges, breakout star this year. Looking like a lottery pick in the draft. The offensive game has followed up. I mean, he's been a great defender. But he's been great offensively. Much more aggressive, much more consistent offensively than in years past. He's been great. Blewett has been unbelievable too. Phenomenal shooter, great scorer for Xavier. He really makes them go. Same with Delgado and Seen Hall. I mean the I mean the double double numbers speaks for itself. Best rebounder in the conference. He's got I mean he's got he can I mean literally I think those top four will really be your player of the year candidates. Delgado's a real tough player, great player for Seen Hall. Marcus Foster out in Creighton. Kansas State transfer second year at Creighton. Great shooter, great scorer. I mean, best score on what's a great, great offense in Creighton. Foster's been great this year. 
I think those top five are really kind of a lock for first team. I think six, a little more variation between who you talk to. Jesse Rodriguez guy was, he was just honorable mention, I think, preseason Big East this year. I think he's been great. Really, he's picked up his scoring. He's been, I mean, been very efficient with it as well. Chewing the ball well. Athletic slasher. He's really driving Seton Hall right now. Moving to the second team. Got uh, Kadeem Carrington, Keelan Martin, Kyrie Thomas, Shamori Pons, and Phil Booth. Carrington has stepped into that the point guard role for Seton Hall. I think he's I mean, he's done a great job. He's done a great job as kind of a off the ball player playing the point. He's done a good job. Still, he's a great. he's been a great scorer. Getting to the cup, finishing inside, floaters, everything that he brings. Real tough player for Seton Hall. Keelan Martin he's had his ups and downs at Butler, but he's playing a little more power forward this year. And you're just a really talented offensive player. Kyrie Thomas from Creighton. Guy who definitely has a chance to win defensive player of the year in the conference. Great defender. And like like Bridges, his offensive game has really come too. Become a much better shooter, slasher, scorer. He's been great so far. Shamori Pons, best player, I think, on St. John's. Him and Levette make a great backcourt. Pons now in his second year, taking a leap forward. And then finally, Phil Booth, guy who was hurt all last year. Of course, he heard it plenty of times. He was really, I mean, except for Jenkins, he was really the hero of that national championship game in 2016, 20 points. He does all the little things for Villanova. Probably maybe their best perimeter defender with Bridges. But I think, I think Phil Booth's got a chance to get some honors in the Big East this year. He's been really good. And the offensive game has been great, shooting the ball really well. We'll move into honorable mention, another... Villanova Wildcat, Omari Spellman. Sat out last year a little bit unfairly, I think to say, to say the least. But he's been great. Face-up game is great. He's good in the post. Plays with a lot of heart and passion. Moves really well for a big guy who's definitely lost a lot of weight since high school. He's been great for Villanova, given that inside presence that they lacked a little last year. He's been awesome for them. Marcus Howard, great shooter at Marquette, leading the conference in scoring right now. I mean, it's going to be him and Rousey, and Hauser's stepped up big this year, but, I mean, it's really those three guys. And right now it's uh, Howard and Rousey, one and two, in the Big East in scoring. It's something that's never been done before in the conference. But they're, they're, they're going to really have to carry this Marquette team, who's got, I mean, an, I mean got an outside chance at, at the tournament. We'll see. I mean, we've seen how Providence has struggled without Cartwright at full strength. Guy won most improved as Providence's point guard. Really quick, really good passer, explosive, dynamic playmaker for Providence. Uh, we went, went a little overboard with honorable mention. Usually it's just a few guys, but we got six here. JP Makura, I mean, one-two punch him and blew it. Great, great one-two punch. One of the best in the conference. Kira, good rebounder. Plays a little defense shooter. A little scrappiness to uh, Xavier. Ronnie Bullock, Providence. One of their better, one of their, I mean, their best scorer, really. I mean, arguably their best player at Providence. Him and Cartwright. Bullock, good defender. He's tough. 
Jesse Govan's made a made a big leap forward this year. He's been great with Patrick Ewing for Georgetown. They haven't played. You know, strength of schedule isn't great there, but Govan's been really good. I think looking like he could earn himself an honorable mention, at least nod. The all freshman team. I think really this is top three are definitely easy to pick out. Spellman, Tyson Alexander, and Mitch Ballack. Alexander and Ballack for Creighton. Great freshman class at Creighton. These guys are both really good. Alexander's been great at the point. Attacking the rim. Ballack, smart player. Been a real good shooter. Can play. He's been a wing player. You can play big at times. Talked about Spellman. Face-up game, post, he does it all. Big for Villanova. We can fill out this team. We got Najee Marshall at Xavier, Jamarco Pickett, Georgetown, and Makai Ashen-Langford Ashen at Providence. Also wanted to mention Miles Kale. I think he's got an outside chance at Seton, for Seton Hall. Defensive player of the year, two guys we mentioned already, Mikel Bridges, Kyrie Thomas. Both co-defensive players of the year last year with Josh Hart. No, no reason not to give it to these two again. I think, I mean, you could even throw Phil Booth's name in the mix. wasn't thinking about him really until now, but Bridges and Thomas, safe, safe bets for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, most improved, I think it's got to be Mikael Bridges. He, I mean, he was he was really good last year. Wasn't always consistent on the offensive end, but and this year it's been a different story. I mean, him and him, Brunson, and Booth, I mean, really a big three. At Villanova, I think he's definitely got a chance when most improved. Talked about Govan, been great this year with Patrick Ewing. Numbers have really jumped. He's definitely got a chance. Another guy, Tyreek Jones, been very good for Xavier. I think last at the end of last year we saw him really improve, and I think he's carried over to this year. I mean, I probably give the edge to Bridges and Govan. Want to mention Tyreek Jones as well. Sixth man, easy choice I think here. I think it's got to be Dante Divincenzo, another Villanova Wildcat. Even Chenzo, I mean, talk about him as the sixth starter, sixth starter all the time. It's it's true. He comes in really right away. Great player. Got that composure to come off the bench. Super athletic. Great jump shot. Defends. Phenomenal rebounder with his athleticism. I think he's definitely got the reins on the sixth man award right now. Ten games. I'm anticipating. Of course, a lot can change. For from now to when these games will actually be actually be played, definitely how we saw last year kind of took a huge turn with injuries. But these, I think, definitely ten games you're, you're going to want to watch. First one, we'll start with number ten, St. John's at Providence. This one's a while from now, March third. No time set, but two potential bubble teams in the Big East. Should be big for Big East tournament seeding. Definitely. Uh, could I mean this is at Providence? Could be a nice win to lock a tourney bid. Number nine, I got Villanova at Creighton. This is in February, February 24th. I mean, we saw last year the, that uh, Villanova Creighton game at Creighton was really an event in Nebraska. Packed house. A lot of fun last year, even though Villanova really controlled the game. Creighton's still a good team. Tough place to play. Cra packed, packed building. Should be should be a fun one. Okay, at number eight, we got Xavier at Villanova. I think this game's gonna hype a little bit too much, which which is 
maybe unfair because they're both really good teams again, but I think people have given Xavier a little too much credit this year, saying that this is their best chance to win. Villanova's off campus. You know, that Pavilion won't be as big as a factor as it's been in recent years. Xavier's got a chance to beat Villanova at Villanova, which I, which I think they do. Villanova's handled them pretty easily on uh, at the Pavilion last couple of years, but but I mean the game they they've been you know, at least the last few years, like since this new con this conference, the new Big East has been a thing. This game has been played over break, not a lot of students there anyway. I don't think the pavilion with the locals is as much as a much as an intimidator for Xavier. So I think the whole Xavier has got more of a chance to beat Villanova on the road because they're at Wells Fargo. It's a little overblown. But these Two teams have been the two best teams in the Big East, the new Big East, and then this is really the first, first really big, big in-game, excuse me, in-conference game, so this should be a good one anyway. Don't want to downplay it too much, it's January 10th. New Year's Eve, we got Providence at Creighton. I think, I mean, this is, I think, a big chance for Providence, who's really stumbled now in the non-conference. Disappointing, thought they would be better. Got a chance to go to Creighton and make a big statement, get back in the tournament conversation. Five days from now, you hope Cartwright and Dallas should be fully healthy by then. I think this should be a fun one. Number six, St. John's at Seton Hall. That's another New Year's Eve. I think two teams that kind of play similar play style, both a little, a little reckless at times, a little out of control. I mean, two athletic teams should should be a fun one to watch. Now into the top, into the top five. Creighton at Seton Hall. Big game between what I feel like is really the top four. It's Creighton and Seton Hall, probably three and four. But this is looking like the best early matchup really in this first week. Two days from now, that should be a good one at Seton Hall. Then top four, we got Creighton at Xavier. That's January 13th. Rematch of the semifinal game. Came, came, game that came right down to the last shot last year in the tournament. You know, chance for Creighton, I think, to make a bit of a statement going into Xavier. Kind of break in, good chance to break into that top tier, so to speak, of the Big East. Number three, Seton Hall at Xavier is February 14th. This one could just be big. The late game seedings. This is uh, one of the one of the last games between these, like, top three. Should be a good one. Villanova at Seton Hall at number two. Uh, Seton Hall... Four years of this new Big East, Seton Hall's beat Villanova once in three of the four years, which is unique as Villanova's lost 11 times in conference play or in the tournament in the last four years. Three of them have come over the hands of Seton Hall. No team has beaten Seton Hall, in, excuse me, no team has beaten Villanova in two separate years. First year, Creighton beat them twice, and then they're off Seton Hall. Second year was Seton Hall and Georgetown. Third year, Providence, Xavier, and Seton Hall. And then third year, Butler beat them twice. And then the Marquette. And that was the only year Seton Hall didn't beat Villanova. But really, whatever you see, no team. It's been Creighton, Georgetown, Providence, Xavier, and then Butler and Marquette. No one's done it in two different years except for Seton Hall. So this, and this one, looking at the one at Seton Hall, give them a bit of a, not really an edge, but at least, Better chance than at Villanova. That one's February 28th. So that's another late game. And then number one, it's been the two, I think, best teams in the conference. Villanova at Xavier. 
February 17th. Xavier's got a better chance at an upset, of course, at home. I mean, what's not to like here? Two best teams in the conference. Two best teams consistently in the last four years in the Big East. And that is number one games I am anticipating in this Big East season. So that's going to be it. Conference play starts tomorrow. And thank you very much for listening.